Rona Geeks. Prepping presents all these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grony Geeks and Grony Geeks Sports Network makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is strong. For today's topics, we have the NFL Week 1 recap. We still have Monday night left to go, so don't count all your eggs and catch it. But we've got NFL Week 2 pick them on the way, and we have a little special presentation for you on the NFL's Dirtiest Players. Tony lost part of the list, so he's going to be shooting from the hip, folks. Pretty much. I only have the top three as well because it was pretty kind of dry. How are we doing? going to be a long year. From the Dirty Bird, our NFLs are Tony. How we doing? Yeah, but <laughs> Yeah. And my team was just short. One point. That's all we needed. Oh, my God. One point. And I picked y'all. Y'all let me down. I knew Fatback Mac Jones was going to get it done. He got it done. Damian Harris didn't. Because that fumble was weak sauce. Carrying it like a glass vase, man. Carrying like a vase. start next week? Oh, he's going to start next week. We're playing the Jets. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't call time to bench him immediately. Start him. <laughs> start him. Also, shout out to Will for his first fantasy football win in week one. Scoring the most points Ever. of anybody. Tell me, I don't know what I'm doing. Lying ass. <laughs> And then you and Ramon came out strong, and I'm the only one of the four of us that was on the draft that will likely lose. I need a miracle, folks. I need a miracle. You still have Lamar. You can get 30 points. I need Lamar to go off, and I need Josh Jacobs to actually play and not be questionable. Because I got those two, and he still got Waller. So we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of hopes, a lot of prayers. But without further ado, let's recap this crazy week one we'll just take it game by game give a quick synopsis and you can always say pass if there's nothing about the game that jumps out to you does that sound fair nfl czar sure opener of the season cowboys bucks what the fuck prescott looked good that tampa defense the vaunted tampa defense looked bad vulnerable but i mean they did lose like five players (laughs) So, one of them, um, shit, what was his name? Cornerback broke his arm. I don't remember his name. I remember the play, though. Ooh, yep, it was bone. Yep. That, was, that was a nasty hit. But, like, what happened to Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski? They go in a rejuvenation tank and come back like they were in 2017 or what? I'm, I think they probably got their medications right. Because Antonio Brown didn't do anything all offseason, and then all of a sudden he's a model citizen and he's putting up fantasy points again? Who called that? Oh, right. Will did. <laughs> Good job, Will. I'm actually proud got, of you. I got Tom Brady, though. Y'all was laughing at me getting Tom Brady. Tom Brady helped me win. <laughs> One of Thank many you, players who did. All right. Next game. Jags. Texans. Mm, can we say the Jags are the worst team in the NFL? It'll be them versus the Lions, but the Lions gave a good run of their money to the 49ers, so we'll see. I, I would say the Lions are better than Jaguars. Sunshine, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Almost full Balance, of passing. as all things should be. <laughs> but, yeah, some of those passes are questionable. He does not look NFL ready. I guarantee you when he played Falcons, though, they're going to put up 60 on us. Oof. 
Chargers versus the football team. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind I of amazing. talk about Fitzpatrick got hurt. I'm sorry to see that. I mean, I found it um, surprising that he's the first NFL player to start an opening day quarterback for six different teams. That is ridiculous. Longevity, and he's he sh- really just he, Iron Man. He should get in the Hall of Fame just because. <laughs> just just because. Just because it's Wonderlicks for. Yeah, just have every team he, uh, he's ever played for. Just put him up there. You have a wall of Fitzpatrick. Just do it. Seahawks, Colts. Yeah. Russell Wilson looked bad. good. Lockett looked on the money. Thanks for the fantasy points, sir. I need them. Wentz, Wentz looked like Wentz. Yep. There was a uh, player on the Colts who came out and said, I must have committed a crime in my past life to have Carson Wentz as my quarterback now. It's like, week one. Good start. Mm. Good start. Yep. The Battle of the Birds. Eagles. Falcons. Hard pass. Kind of figured. Yeah. Fuck them. Both of them. Both of them tank. Fuck both of them tank. All the feelings. Steelers. Bills. I'm kind of mad about that. I was wanting Buffalo. Buffalo, you had your shots, man, but then you made ben, Big Ben look like he's going to win again. You can't do that. Because Ben yeah. played horrible in the first half. Second half came back to life. All because that and defense was that good. So, so advertised as good as it is. I, I can see Buffalo still hasn't figured out how to use the defense. They'll get there one day, maybe. By that time, Josh Allen will be Matt Ryan. He'll be retired. You mean he's going to be the new Jim Kelly? I don't think he'll be that good. Let's not <laughs> let's not hate on Jim Kelly because he was a, a fucking all-star quarterback forever. All right, he he was a stud. It sucked to have him in the division, but he, I wish he had won at least one just to say he didn't have to like be the first one to three-peat and lose. Fuck that. 49ers, Lions. It's like, Yay. I mean, the 49ers put up 40, but then they allowed 30 in a row to the Lions. Like, how do you do that? Only one by eight after being up by 38. You almost lost to Jared Goff. Really? (sighs) Vikings, Bengals. Hey, that was a good guy. Burrow. Burrow to Chase. Everybody was saying, Chase ain't going to do nothing. He got the drops. Chase could catch. Chase can catch, and that's his, oh, that's his quarterback. Let's not forget. Kirk Cousins played good. Dalvin Cook played good. Burrow played good. The defense has played good. It was a well-coached game. This may have been one of the sleeper games of the week. I think it was the best game of the week. It went to overtime. It was the only one that was overtly competitive other well, than the one-point game. I, w- I would say it's one. I, w- I got another game that's – I will put up a game of the week. Jets, Panthers. It's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> But what I say, did you see Sam Darnold look like an actual NFL quarterback? He looked like a passable NFL quarterback. He'd be, he'd be good, like, mid-tier quarterback. It's a lot better than what still, he has been. It's, it's still the Jets, but him and Robbie Anderson, I told you, he's going to hook up again. Thank you, Robbie Anderson. You're on my team. You got me some points. Thank you. And then the ups, one of the upsets of the week, Cardinals-Titans. Who had this? <laughs> Kyler Murray and d I don't think Kyler I Kyler Murray and... You know, Christian Kirk. Hey, I had that. By default. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I had it. <laughs> Chandler Jones with five sacks. God damn, dude. Hey, how many yards Julio had? 
I think he had like 18. Oh, yeah, like 64 or something. 26, somewhere. You know, Mr. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make our offense that much more potent. Y'all are running thing. And Derrick Henry had like 20 yards. Tannehill can't carry y'all. <sighs> against a good defense. But I hey, did Julio. say that their offensive coordinator leaving was bad. Yeah, but that fucker still didn't know what the fuck he was doing here. I'm so mad. Well, the level of talent there versus the level of talent you have is... We have no talent. What about Maddie Ryan, got... your boy? Look, Maddie Ryan is two years, two years maybe from retirement. Mm. Maybe if we would have got him like 24-year-old Matt Ryan with a solid running game like we had with Devontae Freeman, maybe... You mean oh, the Ravens running back, Devontae Freeman? Nah, negative, negative. Now I got to talk about the Falcons. God damn it. I was trying to avoid this. Look, <laughs> I will say the first three drives, I was, I was impressed with. We still suck in the red zone. We ran the ball a lot more effectively than we had in recent years. With the, you know, Cordell Patterson right now, in my opinion, should be number one. Mike Davis should be number two in the goal line guy. We still need a left guard because, you know, Matt Ryan is going to get – he's not making it to week three if we don't get a left guard. Well, especially with uh, next week's game, yeah. I say start with Josh Rosen next week. <laughs> <laughs> for safety measures. Just for safety because this is it's not going to happen. Matt Ryan doesn't miss games. He's a, he's a real tough guy. He's on Brett Favre's level of toughness. But you can only take so much punishment. He old now. Hey, man, y'all going to get this man killed. Mayfield, oh, my God, I hate you with a passion. <laughs> can we go out and get us a veteran left guard, please? I know some people out there. We get, we just restructured a, uh, Dion. We got some room. Okay, yeah. carry on. Next. Browns and Chiefs, speaking of Mayfield. Hey, that's my other game of the week. Can we just say that Mayfield lost that game? Mayfield being Mayfield. He lost that damn game. No Chubb did way. his job. Mayfield no did not way. deliver a single touchdown, uh, passing or running. I'm not even worried about that. I'm talking about the last play of the game where he threw the interception while falling down. There is no way you throw that ball. Take that fucking sack. There is no way you're supposed to throw that ball into double coverage. He's not Mahomes. Let's, let's get that clearly and effectively out there. I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to throw it out of bounds. If anything, you should have threw that bitch into the ground. Like when Matt Ryan was getting sacked, he threw that bitch into the ground and took it to the ground and called. So so intelligent. Don't lose 15 yards. Tension to the ground. Good. Lost down 10 yards. Let's try this again. No, you threw the ball up and into the game. Come on, Baker. You, 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 you've been in the league long enough now, so you should be past that. Year three, make or break. Your rookie deal is almost up. So, yeah, I'm like, again, but we already said, four years, we're going to know if he's an NFL starter or if he's a journeyman. Yep. So we said that. Dolphins, Patriots. Do you want to talk about it? I'm completely fine with talking about it. I, I mean, I, Mac Jones, you look good. You look good. I, I can't say much else. You look good. 
I want to hate on the man, but... You cannot hate on Fatback McDonald's. He did what he was expected to do. Our defense played way better than I thought they would without Gilmore. Tua does not look that good. I'm going to throw that on record. I think Tua's going to be a bust. And then Damian Harris, you lost us the game. We were marching with three minutes left. We were getting close to the red zone. You fumble because you're carrying the football like a glass vase. I don't know what you're doing. So, you're still our starting running back, but Belichick has got you on thin ice because we are deep at running back, as we always are. But who, so if, who would have figured that of all the receivers we'd have, Nelson Aguilar would be our week one receiver stud, right? I didn't even know he was on your team. He, I, have got I knew you he was there, but I was like... I forgot you signed him. Because we went free agency crazy. We never do. So, so are you... Are you more comfortable now with Fat Bat Mac Jones? If that is his average game, I'll be very happy. I'm hoping for a higher ceiling due to a first-round pick, but at the same time, a rookie quarterback will see how it goes. If that's his starting point in the NFL. It's not bad. It's not bad. That's a good point. I'll be happy with it. Um, we lost. It is what it is. I'm not going to cry about stop. it. That's right. We might have lost by 400. Y'all lost too, so we both owe one. That's it. The records are the same. Broncos, Giants. I mean, Bridgewater looked good. Or were the Giants just that much of steaming pile of crap? It's the same Giants from last year, except they have Saquon, who's resolved the injury. He put up 3.7 fantasy points. What a stud. There's a reason he fell to, like, our third or fourth round. We knew... We all knew. Packers, Saints, upset of the week. That's not an upset. For Jameis Winston to throw five touchdowns and Aaron Rodgers to get benched, that's first an all, upset. First of all, let's let's put some let's put some reality on these five touchdowns from Jameis Winston. He had 186 yards passing. Those five touchdowns came from a solid running game. They got him Camaro. close to the end zone. They got him close to the end zone. This was not all James. In fact, do we have the stats from that game? The funny, funniest thing was Jameis Winston's post-game press conference. I can't watch any of his press He's conference so anymore. He's so bad in front of a camera. Like, how, how have you lived in the limelight for so long of your life but not learned how to speak intelligently to someone with a microphone? And, and this is one of my biggest things with college sports i understand there are athletes and you know they the ones that have the future in the nfl but they still need education if these motherfuckers come to your school uneducated and not being able to put together a sentence it's your responsibility to not only prepare them for the nfl but prepare them for life after the nfl Oh, yeah, because Jimbo Fisher is all about that. So I'm like. He's not saving. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. So I'm like, listen to some. Now, you listen to Larry Fitzgerald talk. Listen to Boys. Richard Sherman talk. Uh, listen Sherman, to Sherman graduated. Talk. Fitzgerald graduated. Listen to Lamar Jackson talk. Listen to Jameis talk. 
there's that you can tell who wanted the education and who was there just because they want to play football. Who was there because they were a five star. And then the Monday, well, the Sunday night game. Wait, we're still not talking about, we're not done talking about Jameis. I'm sorry, he had 148 yards passing. 14 out of 20. 14 completion, he threw the ball 20 times. So over a third of his completions were for touchdowns. That's that's nuts. That's efficient. Kamara had 83 yards. Tony Jones had 50 yards. Jameis even had 37 yards rushing. Kamara's 4.2 average. Tony Jones, 4.5 average. Jameis had a 6.2 average. That's what the old line the is game. still good. That's what won them the game. They got down far enough to where Jameis just have to think, 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 and then he still had the interception that was called off. Let's not forget that. He still had that one bomb. I'll give him that. I'm not saying he balled out, but I mean at the same time, he had one great dime, and that was it. Right. So That's all he needed to just, do. I'm not taking away from yes, they had a great game, but I'm still gonna stick to the fact that Karen Rogers is throw, is going to throw this season so he can get traded mid-season. I'm still going to say that because if you watched him on the sideline, he wasn't looking at no notes. He wasn't looking at the plays. He was there. If I was care. a coach, if I was there and I was a coach, he just sat his ass down. Hey, Jordan, get in there. We down by 20. Go ahead. Get in there. Jordan Love know. did enter the game. But it was already too late by then. He, he would have been in the second quarter. The minute I see my star quarterback over there, not giving up. Hey, what are you doing? Here, look at look at this and see what you're doing wrong. Fix that. Oh, you not? Okay. Hey, Jordan, you in. Rest of the game. Roger, you can go get in street clothes. You ain't playing no more. So go hit the locker but room, go hit the showers, you're done. But they scared to do that because, you know, he's a superstar. Super diva. So, okay, that's enough about Karen. Final game on the docket that has been played so far, Rams-Bears. Told you Justin Field wasn't going to start. He's the only Bear that scored a touchdown at quarterback. He is. He'll, he'll be in by week three. I, I'm going to still stick by he'll, he'll be He'll be starting by week three. Because he got I a couple passes. He, he ran in for his first NFL touchdown. Like He did he his thing. good, too. Yeah. Against the Rams defense, he looked pretty good. So I'm I'm gonna still stick stick by week three that he should be the full time starter. In fact, let me see who Bears got. And I am going to say, oh yeah, he'll be. Starting. I'm gonna give some love to uh, University of Georgia Bulldog Matthew Stafford, first quarterback in NFL history with 300 passing yards and three touchdowns with his new squad. So good for you. Happy to see you actually playing with some level of talent because you haven't had talent since Megatron left. And he looks so happy. I know. I would be so happy leaving Detroit for, you know, Southern California, too. And that would that'd bring a wry smile to my face. So far, folks, with week one not officially finished, I've got an eight and seven record, so I will be leading off week two prediction. Tony has the Ravens and Giants left. I have the Raiders and gonna, the Washington football team. Which means we're probably going to tie, but we'll go ahead and let Brent what it's like to be a victor for once in his and life. It's a, it's a one-game margin, folks. I'll blow it probably yeah, by week three, so it is what it is. We'll see. No, he goes. won't. Britt's gotten better, and I'm tired of him downplaying himself on this. I will fuck him up if you keep doing that. <laughs> don't y'all don't y'all doubt that. All right. 
I will travel to California and kick him in his donuts. I absolutely believe that. And see, for <laughs> me, I'm going to start off week one with the, probably the safest game on the slate. Your Patriots? Nope. Really? I'm not going with that round. I'm not, that's an easy wow. one. I want to go with exactly. the Browns playing the Texans. Nick Chubb versus the world. Give me the Cleveland Browns over Tyrod Taylor. You're going to give me those busted ads, even though they won for some strange reason. They won by a lot. They won by 25. I mean, it was not close. I, don't, I still don't have faith in No, nobody does. They should have gotten what they could have for Deshaun as well. But that is what it is. I got a question about that. Why is, not the, why is the NFL union not stepping in on this? Because they're purposely fucking this man's career. The NFL doesn't need, want more bad PA. They, but isn't that what the that. NFL union is for? It's what they're for, it's, but they're, they've never done their job. They've never taken care of the that, players. The NBA Players Association, MLB, golf, hockey, tennis, everybody takes care of their boys. The NFL, I'm saying, it does the same thing kicker, to their players that, you know, the veteran that Giants kicker beat his wife. When that Giants kicker beat his wife and got suspended three games, the fucking union jumped in and got it reduced to one. Josh Brown, ex-Seahawk kicker, ex-Giant kicker. So, they are purposely saying he ain't playing this year. Yeah, they're Why? purposely sitting him out the whole year until everything's settled. Even though nothing okay. concrete has been proven. So, there's as far no... as I'm saying, he's innocent until proven guilty. Right. There's there He hasn't been convicted of anything. That's not saying in the future he will will or will not be, but as of right now, nothing damning has man. come out. And then you got all these ladies now have started to recant their statements. Why the, the NFL union needs to step in and be like, hey, you know what? You need to you this is unfair to him. And then you ask him for six players and a six picks? What the fuck is wrong? Bruh. Mm. Tom Brady wouldn't even get that shit. No, Tom Brady in his prime wouldn't have gotten that shit. No. So, let's just, so, just call it what it is. Do you want me to give you the next game? Yes. The game I would like you to predict. Not doing it. What? The Saints-Panthers. Really? Why are you doing that? <laughs> NFC South, baby. Stay in division. Have fun with that. I'm making you pick okay. against Sam Darnold. Make me do it. I'm going, I'm going to pick against Sam Darnold because I still think the Saints defense is their strength. And then comparison is have, too good. But then I have Christian uh, McCaffrey, so I need him to score a lot of points. This is bullshit. <laughs> you have to but I also, But I also have the Saints defense. <laughs> so it's kind of like. The love-hate uh, relationship with fantasy football. I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints. But I don't even care. Can I get a who dad out of there? You can get a what these. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. Well done. All right, who do you got for me? Who do you got? All right, let's give you a solid team. Let's give you Minnesota, Arizona. And that was the game I was just looking at. I was like, hmm, this one's going to be a tougher one. It is. You know what? I'm going to go with Bobblehead. I want my Kyler Murray. I want to see what he does. Hopefully Chandler Jones has the defensive player of the year that he I picked for him last year for this year, but that doesn't count that way. But like at the same you time, do, good for you, dude. You do realize you have all four home games right now, right? Yeah, I have all four home games. I have <laughs> just like technically, well, yeah, because Washington's a home team too, so that is Washington's part of it. So that is, yeah, that's four. Yeesh. That is 
That's a thing. Hmm. I'm going to give you the game of the week. Patrick, Patrick Mahoney oh. versus Lamar Jackson. Chiefs Ravens. Which is somehow not the Sunday night game. Somehow the Sunday night game. Well, that is the Sunday night game. Good. Thank God. That is the Sunday night game. I looked at the schedule wrong. But Chiefs Ravens. Fuck it. Let's keep it going. You get the home team. Baltimore it is. <laughs> You're rooting you know, against your daughter's against my... favorite player. I don't. She's not here. <laughs> she don't have to know that. It's out there. I'm with you, sister. And, I'm with you. And it's my homie. Messing up. You and your my homie. Where are you sending me? All right. Let's send you. Ooh, let's send you to the Chargers and the Cowboys. And in the surprise pick of the week, how about them Cowboys? No. I'm taking the away team. I re- I'm taking I really Prescott you, against the Chargers. I really thought you were not going to take Dallas. I believe in Herbert. I believe he'll have a good game. Prescott looked too good, and something looked super convincing it's about that going, offense. It's going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good game. Dallas defense is still suspect as well. I'm not rooting against my backup quarterback. <laughs> He may be my starting quarterback next week. We'll see. Depends on Lamar. He does. might. Oh, and Ramon Justin Fields will be available for trade week three. Just so you know. You wait until the value is at its absolute top. Week three. You may get an offer from me. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, make it fair. Oh yeah, and then I'm going to give you the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers just because of their defense. Oh, yeah, because nothing about that offense looked convincing to me. Their running game was bad. Najee got stuffed. Right. What, like 1.4 yards per carry? Yep, and they gave it to him like 25 times. They believe in him, but he was not delivering. Kind of glad we didn't pick him. But Kyle Pitts didn't do shit for us either. Why we draft him, not use him? I'm sorry. You're, You're sore. It's okay. Where are you sending me? Because you gave oh. me the Raiders. Let's send you to your home state. Go to Seattle, Tennessee. That one is an easy one. I know. I know who you want. I want the Sea Chickens. Give me my Seahawks. Russell Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett. Don't let me down. Let go, Metcalf. You're on my team. <laughs> Metcalf is a human cheat code. Let's call it what it is. I am going to send you to the Bengals and the Bears. That is a closer matchup than a lot of people believe. Because the Bears look good. They look good. This this is the game I think they decide to move away from Andy Dalton. I think when the Bears lose this game, that I think Next week is when they you're going to see the. So you're saying Andy fight. Dalton loses against his old team. I say this. So you're picking the Bengals. It's Joe Burrow. Burrow. <sighs> you got the Burrow train in full motion. Hope now, Andy Dalton gets his revenge game. Hmm. Let's send you to Detroit Green Bay. 
you try to put me with the trap game. <laughs> is Cameron Rogers going to keep playing like he got 1.3 fantasy points, or is he going to actually turn into an NFL quarterback? You know, I've worked in food service long enough to know. Never <laughs> bet against a Karen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Green Bay Packers over the Detroit Lions in a non-surprise of the week. I don't know how that became Monday night, but whatever. Need to need to flex that. I'm gonna send you to my division. Yep. I want you to play the Bills and Dolphins. I want to see Josh I, Allen versus Tua. I'm still taking the Bills, just because as we discussed earlier, Tua might be a bust. And I'm always I'm still pushing for Josh Allen MVP season. Did not have a good start week one. It. Hey, Jameis has a better candidacy than him right now. Don't start that. Don't <laughs> start week one, that. everything's premature. Until like week seven, you don't really know who's what. Exactly, but I still believe in Josh Allen. I still think they can win the division. They still need to work on that defense, though. Oh, yeah. This one, I just think the Dolphins' defense won't be able to stop them. Mm-hmm. They don't have a Pittsburgh defense. They got one good cornerback and everybody else I could not name if I needed to. So I'm I'm sending you somewhere now. Let's see. All the other games are pretty much easy. Mm-hmm. We played it both correctly. Yeah, we pretty much took the hard ones, and everything else should now be a toss-up. So let's just go Rams Colts. I know where you're going. In a not surprise pick, I'm continuing to ride with the Super Bowl bound Los Angeles Rams. They were my pick to make it. I'm not picking against them against Carson Wentz of all people. There's no way. Wentz is if he trash. The game. If he finishes the game. I'm going to send you the city of brotherly love. San Fran, Philly. Hmm. Just because I hate the Eagles on what they did to me on Monday, on uh, Sunday just now. I'm taking the 49ers. Just that's the only reason. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, hey, Jalen Hurts could have a game, but at the same time, either that or Bosa is going to like knock his head off. Exactly. I'm counting on that defense to show the one that allowed the Lions to get 31 points. Hey, it's still. I still think the Lions' offense is better than the Eagles' offense. We just suck on defense. This is this is true. Where you sending me? Denver and Jacksonville. <laughs> Need the last two games because, yep, let's see what happens. And the non surprise, I'm taking Denver. Bridgewater and Ingram over Lawrence. He's going to be 0 2 to start his career. People are going to be like, is he that good or has Urban Meyer really lost the locker room? Or is the team that just, just that bad overall? But you thought this was going to transfer him overnight into a playoff team? Fuck no. And I'm going to give you the Thursday night game for the very next week. What? Panthers? Texans. I don't even have that on my list. Why are you going next week? That's too far ahead. Because we already did next week's Thursday from last pick. We got Thursday coming up, which is Giants and Washington football. Okay, we'll, next... wait, we'll wait on that. We'll wait on that one. We'll wait on that one. I'll, okay. give, I'll give you Pat's Jets. Take it to Patriots. <laughs> Root against your team. <laughs> Never. S-U-C-K, suck my balls. And who are you taking? 
in the last one? I'm taking the Bucks <laughs> unequivocally. You, you get to root for your team, but at what cost? Tom Brady is going to turn you guys into mincemeat. Tom Brady single-handedly is going to win my fantasy football <laughs> game next, next week by himself. He's going to put up 50 points by himself. He might even run for a touchdown. You just want to do one of those little dive plays he loves and cherishes so much. <sighs> All right. Moving on. Dirtiest players NFL history. I got to make sure I don't lose this list because I have a habit. <laughs> losing shit. That's why I write everything down. Just because I don't trust your ability to uh, file and That's inventory fine. things. So Look, this ain't old school shit. I used to have be good at filing. Then they got rid of file cabinets and now I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know they put those on computers now, right? It takes too much too, too much time. I can go file cabinets and say, bloop, and it's there. All right. Do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? Because I'm in a week listing. I'm only listing the top three, and I've got several honorable mentions. All right, well, we could do top three. Okay. You want me to start? You want to start? Because I started the pick them, so I feel like it should be fair to let you start this one. Uh, no, okay. I'm going to go with, I got to go off the top of my head, because like I said, I'm blaming my child for my list. One, because she's not here to defend herself. So I'm going to go... Old school, 1970s, Conrad Doppel. I had him a lot higher. I understand, but my other two, I think, are, are way more dirty than he is. Do you have all, what Cobbler did to get up there? Off top I of mean, what? Kicking Merlin Olsen in the head? Mm-mm. Punching, punching Mean Joe Green? Punching Mean Joe Green. He punched somebody. Name. Mean Joe Green. Yep. His his signature tackle was the horse collar tackle. Before it got banned, because of Roy Williams. And you got to understand that the reason the reason I have him three is because a lot of the things that we consider dirty now were not considered dirty then. He spit on players. He That's punched defenders in the stomach who would try and swap passes and go up. He just. That wasn't illegal. A bunch of people in the stomach wasn't illegal. It was just dirty. It was not against. It was not against the rules. Should have been like an unwritten rule somewhere. But yeah. Nah. Nope. It's not. A, if it wasn't against the rules, you cannot consider it a dirty play. Targeting back then was not targeting. That was dislodging the ball from the receiver. I had Dobbler at number two. I I understand that, but the only reason I kept him this low is because of the rules. Than compared to now, if we had him now, he'd be number one. Let's oh. not let's not let's oh. not get it confused. If the rules that are implemented in the NFL current were in the seventies, he would have had a three-year career. Because he would have been just ejected. From he'd have been banned for life. He'd have been banned for life. But since they were not, you talking about clothesline? It was legal. Chop blocking was legal. Shit, horse, like I said, horse collar tackle. All this is are legal plays. So for him to do it, he did it whistle to whistle and a little bit beyond, and he did get his share of flags. But he didn't get fined. All his shit was legal. It was just considered dirty by the players and fans. The league didn't consider it dirty. At that time, that is correct, yeah. 
And that's the on, that's the only reason he's below my number one and number two. Mm. It's the only reason. Because I had Dobler at two. Okay. At, and I can't I can't be bad at that. That's that's not a bad number two. At my number three, the nickname the assassin. Oh. Jack Tatum. I didn't have him in my two. Um, it's my two. He paralyzed a man. Killed a man. Preseason. Killed a man. <laughs> Killed that man. He literally paralyzed Daryl Stinsby during a preseason football game just because he wanted to hit somebody. And then, not to mention, he probably had the hardest hit in all of Super Bowl history. Super Bowl Eleven. He nearly yes. killed Sammy White in that play. Like, his head looked like it was about to come off during that hit. This man was a headhunter in every sense of the word, and there was His a own team didn't like him. He was nicknamed the Assassin. Now, just to put a little asterisk next to that Stingley hit, he never apologized. He never went to go, go to Sam in the hospital. He even said, I don't care. Dirtiest but again, player, number three. But again, legal hit. <laughs> it was a legal hit. Just for the time frame that it was, because yeah, Super Bowl eleven. We're like Super Bowl fifty, folks. Like it, there's been some time that has elapsed yep. since then. But Jack Tatum was dirty. His teammates hated him. Opponents hated him. The reps hated him. The league hated him. Like, nothing you could do. He was just dirty. There's nothing you could do. Again, the time, I think this is. That's frame. what I'm saying. The, the time frame is he's he's definitely in my top five. More like five-ish to six-ish. And again, it's only because of the time frame. Dobbler, in my opinion, was dirtier than Jack Taylor. Mm-hmm, which is what like, I have going on. But if again, if we put the rules in play more currently, not even we only have today, we could do early two thousand rules. They would probably be the top two. Oh yeah. But since you're not, we again it's variables. What is considered legal and what is considered illegal during the time frame play. That's what we talk about in the NBA all the time. Will the NBA players today be able to play in eighties rules or nineties rules? Because they were a lot different. It was a lot more physical then. But it was also legal. But yeah, Jack Tatum was an ass. <laughs> he was an ass. All right. Since I already got my two and three out there, let's hear your two and your number one. I think we agree on number one. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we agree on number one. Depends on who your number two is, we'll find out. Oh, uh, be, because my number two. Can I say something about him to see if you can guess it? Absolutely. Let's see where we're going with this. Okay. Test my football knowledge. My number two went undrafted because of his anger issues. Okay. He got fined twice for one game. Hmm. He hit his own teammate low, below his knee, after he came off a knee injury. Is his last name like a stupid amount of syllables? It's, it's, it's his whole name is a stupid amount of syllables. I'll tell you, okay, he played against Matt Barkley in high school 
and went at his knees trying to end his career in high school. Matt Barkley. Don't Google this. Do not Google it. My, my hands are here. My hands are here. Uh, is it Richie Incognito? No. Oh. This is, this is a defensive player. Perfect. There you go. Vontez, perfect. Will's prediction. <laughs> Vontez, perfect. This, yep. Then we agree on number one. I think he is arguably the most find NFL player in history. It's not arguably. <laughs> he, he won. He's had over $4 million in fines. And you know they find you twenty five and fifty and $75,000 at a time. So if you have $4 million worth of fines over your career, you're dirty. The, me- the messed up part about it, he didn't, st- he didn't have issues until his second year in the league. The one game against the Packers, he got fined ten thousand dollars for a hit on Robert Taylor, and twenty one thousand for a headshot on James Jones. James Jones was never the same. And the teammate he went low against was Giovanni Bernard. That's why that man never came back mm. as a good running back because he just came off a knee injury and in practice, Vontez Burke went right for that knee. In practice, on his own teammate. And then his hit against Antonio Brown. Yes, I, which I stop. I'm gonna still say it stopped the Steelers from winning the Super Bowl that year. It stopped them from winning the Super Bowl that year, and it stopped the Bengals from having a chance to win their only playoff game in like the last 25 years. Yep. And he tried to break uh, Greg Olson's ankle. Yeah, and Olson's, tackled, Olson's a nice dude. So like, yeah, that he, makes he no tackled. Sense. He tackled Olson, grabbed his foot, and rolled on the ground to try to break his ankle. Like an alligator was, trying to like snap his meal. That was $25,000. Should have been like fifty. And okay. also made Olsen lose his mind and try to kill him, which I approve of that. It was like when Cortland Finnegan went after Andre Johnson. You kind of knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but Andre was like, I'm going to knock your little ass out. And he did. He beat the crap <laughs> out of that like, man. <laughs> Cortland, you five foot nothing. <laughs> this man is the nicest football player ever. And you pissed him off the job. Carney Geeks just all I have to do is Google Andre Johnson, Cortland Finnegan, and you'll see an ass whooping of a lifetime. Like Andre is He's a about, great dude. Stand Andre up, was model beating his ass. Andre was beating his ass with his helmet on. Andre took his helmet off and started whooping Cortland Finnegan's ass with his helmet on. That is ridiculous. He was punching him through his helmet. Accurately. And I mean it was <laughs> you, he was he was feeling them shits. I'm like, okay, you go break your hand, but you know you can suspend it anyway. So. And then number one, Romanowski. Romo, Romo. Yeah. I mean, it's again during the time frame, but since he had a very long career that did go into the more recent rules, a lot of his shit was a lot of his shit. Everything he did was. He just took it to the extreme. Rules were modified because of how he played. And the, the last story I have on him, yeah, that's what put him at number one. Because it was bad. You know, did you hear how his attitude actually started? I did not actually. Short time. All right, so he they was playing against the Raiders. Of course, he was um, with the 49ers. He played with Ronnie Lott at the time. We all know how hard-nosed Ronnie Lott was, right? 
One of the hardest hitting safeties, period. Romanowski was getting pushed around. He got pushed to the back by a tight end. This is her story. The next day in the film session, Ronnie Locke turned off the lights, shut off the projector, and proceeded to sucker punch Romanowski for not retaliating against the tight end for pushing him. He said, this game is about respect. If you let that happen again, I'll come after you myself. That right. Now, look, if Ronnie Lott said to, that to me in film study, best believe when we get on the field, I'm fighting everybody because <laughs> I'm, I'm not fighting Ronnie Lott. Nope. But that you may be right smaller there, than me, but no. That right there is the story that everybody says started Romanowski's dirty play. He clotheslined Jerry Rice. This was while he was on the 49ers in practice. He kicked Larry Sanders, the fullback for the Cardinals, in the head. He broke Kerry Collins' jaw in the preseason with an illegal hit. Of course, spit on J.J. Stokes. That right there, I don't care how big you are, we fight you. He kicked Hall of Fame tight end Tony Gonzalez in the head. Had illegal hit on Fred Taylor, one of the great Jacksonville running backs. And the most notorious one, when he fought his own teammate, broke his eye socket and gave a concussion, ended his career, got sued, and settled the case. That was the story I had, because that how pissed man, off and how bad a human being you have to be to break your own teammate's eye socket, who was a backup tight end. Steroids. He was roid raging. He already admitted that he was on steroids. They just never caught his ass. I will say that during my time when I worked valet parking, I was valet parking manager at one of the four major hotels in Atlanta. I'm not gonna say the name unless they want to give us money. I met a lot of NFL stars, especially during the you know our star break when we had it here in Atlanta with the Pro Bowl. You know, before they moved it permanently to Hawaii, they would travel. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, Jerry Rice, Shannon, and Sterling Sharp. Uh, shit, John Elway multiple times, and Romanowski. They were all Sterling, Jerry, Romo, and Elway were all standing in a group. I normally do not autograph Pound, but I am an NFL fan. And I was like, I told my people, all right, let me make sure I walk, you know, make sure they're not. I say, hey, I don't know this, but I'm an NFL guy. It's, oh, sure, yeah, we'll sign. You sign your autograph. Who's the first person I go to? Jerry Rice. I mean, Greatest wide receiver of all time. He tormented my Falcons every chance he got. And while he was signing, I said, I hate your guts. I'm a Falcons fan. He started laughing. He said, I know why. I said, but Deion still shut you down. <laughs> that right there got a laugh out of him. Then, of course, I go to Elway. It's it's a picking order. And then I go to Sharp. Which what which Sharp brother do you go to first? Sterling. That's fair. Sterling, Sterling over Shannon. I'm still saying that. That's fair. I get to Romo. Romo refused to sign my my autograph. Book. He probably felt some kind of way because he was, you know. He felt I should go with him first. I wasn't going to argue with this man because I was doing this. He was like, I'm not signing that. I was like, okay. And I walk. Yeah, <laughs> That's fine. I'm like, I'm not. Your reputation precedes you. I don't feel like fighting you because I don't think my punches would hurt. No, and you would have been launched. And this was pre- I mean, it'd be great for a world star. This was no. This was pre World Star. World Star didn't exist. 
Mm-hmm. And this was pre I carry weapons everywhere I go with me. <laughs> so it was just these. And I don't think those would have been enough. I might have got like cut. But when I woke up, I would have found out how bad it was. Mm-hmm. But I would have got it would have been like I would have got some money, but it wouldn't have been worth it. I still would have probably been trying to learn to walk today. Probably. Romanowski gave so, no fucks. Yeah. So, no. But. I'll, I'll never forget that. That shit was hilarious. All my people was like, what happened? I was like, he's pissed. So I'm going to go walk over there. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if I'm he not, needs anything, you got him. I'm out. I, and, I, and since, you know, I was the boss, I was like, I'm going to go sit in my office and lock my door because if he gets mad, y'all stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I can't, I can't. I just can't. All right. Honorable mentions for me were perfect. Heinz Ward, Steve Wisniewski, yeah. Charles Martin, Richie Incognito, Namakin Sue and Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison was my first cut. Perfect was my first cut. Incognito was second because he bullied somebody who was suicidal. And Did he was doing Steve a basic. Win- Steve yes. Wisniewski was on the list, yes. Okay. I think he got most of mine. I was going to say, the dirtiest players are usually well agreed upon, and they are voted upon by the players. So I don't know why that's not made uh, public more often. I mean, make it anonymous. I'd like to see who y'all think the dirtiest player in the NFL right now. Besides Indomitian Sioux. Because he, he hasn't done anything in like two or three years, but at the same time, That's I think his reputation Tampa, would precede him. Tampa's not going to let him. Brady's not going to let him. No, oh, Brady would be the first person screaming and yelling at him. Did you say Charles Martin? I said Charles Martin. I think you covered everybody that I was going to cover. A lot of people didn't understand Heinz Ward was a dirty motherfucker. Oh, smile was oh no. Accepted. No, everyone's That's like, oh, you're such a model citizen. Have you watched nah. him play? He was crack back block specialist. Everybody. He's like, Everybody. I go over the middle, they hit me. I'll hit them back. And he did. And he, he created a couple pileups and knocked out a couple people. So he was dirty. Very much so. Well, I think that's everything we have to cover. We covered week one. We got week two predictions on the docket. We have our NFL's dirtiest players. We both agreed. Bill Romanowski still got the championship. He will be probably undefeated for a long, long while. Someone has to be something horrid. Well, I mean, he got to be because now the rules are so strict that if you even blow on an offensive player the wrong way, you get a 15-yard penalty. Yep. And ejections because, like, a kicker even got ejected out of a college game. So, like, that was a thing. That, oh, my God, that was such a bad call. Hmm. A kicker. Like, he actually know how to lay wood on somebody. Come on now. Use your mind. Mm-mm. It's a kicker. Well, Grown Geeks, thanks for stopping by. Be sure to check out the Facebook page. Be sure to check out anchor.fm slash Geeks for the audio-only content. And be sure to sec- check out the Gag Sports Network on Facebook. Like the page, run a camera over the QR code so you can be whisked away to everything that we have going on, including merch. And be sure to like, subscribe. And hit that little notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop any new piping hot content for y'all. Tony, there's something you'd love to say to the folks. Thank you for listening to Grone Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grone Geeks.